It's been five years since the continent-wide attacks of a flight of ancient dragons, and the scars of that conflict still linger across the struggling Republic of Tal'Dorei. Rebuilding and recovery are matched by opportunism and scheming, and all the while enigmatic powers long dormant wait to be found. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role, and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to Roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. With a marketplace for tokens, maps, and adventures, there's always something to add to your game. Plus, if you pay for a subscription, you'll unlock premium features like dynamic lighting, more storage space, customizable character sheets, and special animated effects. Man, 20 feet falls are bad enough without falling 20 feet in five. It's only 2d6. So here's the fire damage. Oh, I can't hear all those rattles. Nineteen fire damage. He's fine. Falling damage is an additional seven bludgeoning damage. You've used up all your movement and you are prone. In fire. He's in fire. (laughs) Wait, wait. Can we stop being ash when we die, please? Since I popped into my cell, do I take less damage? My strength is increased. No. Your cell is part of you being alive. And I mean, there's fire everywhere. Not from the fire, from the fall. Ah, no. The fall is just just hitting. You just hit the ground. But you've already done the stop and drop. Now you just need to roll. You'll be okay. Okay, I believe that is the end of Shell's turn. When you start your turn in the fire, you will take that additional 5d8. Oh my god. Wait, what? When you start your turn in the fire, yeah. you will take an additional 5d8. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a lot of d... How come I only took 2d6 right now? But I'm 2d6... Gonna- 2d6 was the falling damage. 5d8 is the wall of fire damage. But I also got burning damage. Yeah, that's what you took. That was the 19. Oh, that was the 5d8. Yeah, you're going to take it twice. All right. And so now the sort of like really big heavy elf uh, sort of watches the turtle uh, land in the fire turns around and steps towards Tarkan. Shall see you know how cool you're going to look when you come out wreathed in flame. Hey, what do you want, stupid elf? Denota! That was cool. So and his, his, illum- uh, his illusion falls apart and uh, he's got long, like, metal singer black hair sort of lanky uh, heavy muscles and his cloak 
just sort of fades into black misty shadow. He's wielding a massive black metal halberd. He's Nathan Explosion. Yes. And now he attacks you twice with his pike. Which is a 17 and a dirty 20. Uh, 20 hits. I will parry that. The 17 does not. My AC is currently 20. Alright, so uh, you're parrying that reduces the damage, right? Correct him anew. Lost good, because the damage is 15 piercing damage. Six piercing damage, you say? Six piercing damage, indeed. And then it's Delilah's turn. At this point, you have heard uh, Shell jumping off. Possibly Tarkan jumping off. So, just to be clear, there's nothing I can do to help Shell from my vantage point, right? We can't even see right now because there's no window. Uh, there is a window. Uh, there is one window right there, which is just fire. Um, I mean, you're not certain what Shell did, except that you heard thump, thump, thump. Ah! <laughs> So you have a pretty good idea? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anything stopping me from just going down the stairs? Nope. Why did everybody else jump? The fire surrounds the tower. Yeah, but then I'm not taking damage from falling. I'm just trying to figure out how to go through. Get through? Some of, us, some of us didn't take damage from falling, so. <laughs> He's got a point there. So You're not wrong, though. Running through the flames might be... My choices is either jumping and hoping for the best due to my skill set and all of that, and either turn out like Tarkin or turn out like Shell, or go down the stairs, which is safe, and then hope for the best going through the fire, or trying to find a spot that maybe the fire isn't quite as... Like, if I open the door, is it all fire, or is there, like, a spot where there's... I don't know at this point. You're not going to tell me. You don't know? Mm. She's learning about (laughs) D&D. I don't like that. All right, I'm going to take my chances of going down the stairs. Okay, so 5, 10. So you've used 25 feet of movement to get up to the door, and you go to open it, and you can tell it's locked. Because they slammed it closed behind us. Lock? Is it that kind yep. of lock? Or like chain on the outside lock? Uh, it does appear just to be locked again. Um, as a rogue, you can use your bonus action to attempt to disarm the lock. Yeah, I'll do that. Because I only have five feet of movement left, which is kind of useless at this point. So I might as well get ready for my next turn. You also have 30 feet. 
Yeah. So what you could do is you can use your bonus action to disarm the lock, and then you can use your additional five feet, and then your action to take another 30 feet of movement. Oh, let's do that. Or you can even use your action to disarm the lock, and then use the rogue <laughs> cunning action to dash with your bonus action. It's the same thing. Okay. Uh, and to open it, I'm using thieves tools again, like picking the lock again. That okay. is correct. Twenty-eight. You cannot unlock it. What? As you begin to uh, fiddle with the lock, there's a spark of energy, and you can tell that this door has been arcane locked, which He's increases the DC by ten. Magic! <laughs> I hate magic! Delilah just yells that. But you can use your five feet and then 30 more feet to come back up. You can, and you can continue to attempt to unlock the lock. It's just, you've you've never probably come across an arcane locked door before, but you know about it. Your family has told you that wizards can lock things, and it makes it this much more difficult, which makes you figure it's very, very unlikely that she'll get it unlocked, but there is still a small chance. But a 28 didn't do it. Hmm. So I I'm either, to give myself try... Amanda's cheap I either try again... Or I go pretty much back up to where I was. Correct. And I don't think you can try again this round, can she? She can. She can use her action to do so. Okay, I'm going to try again then. Can you have a... Do you have a... a Inspiration? Yeah, that's... That is, this is a good time to use it to roll 2d20 and take the higher. Also been good for jumping. <laughs> Face bomb from Corey. Okay, so I just want to confirm. All I'm adding is thieves tools, right? There's nothing else? That's correct. Okay, I got a 30. I got a natural 20 plus my 10. You unlock it. Yeah! <gasps> the lock so on its own was a DC 20 and the arcane lock brings it to 30. <gasps> oh... You're literally the only one who could have unlocked that door. Yep. I just yell up pursue me. Doors open! Nice. So you've got five more feet of movement. You want to walk into the fire? And then just stay in the fire? <laughs> yes. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time. Every person would choose to stay in the fire. <laughs> Okay, so it is now the rest of the elves' turn with Sumi on deck. So there are two remaining, and they are going to uh, sort of like run to the side and slide down the uh, the incline to flank behind Tarkan. It's a target-rich environment. Yep, that's definitely 
Glass half full. I can just spin in a circle, swords out. Well, the first one uh, does not hit with a 15, and the next one, that is a 21. That hits. That is an uh, that is an additional seven piercing damage. Cool. And it is Sumi's turn. Don't yell at me. I have a question about Zephyr Strike. <laughs> yes. What did we rule? It says you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll on your turn. That attack drills one extra d8 force damage on a hit. Whether you hit or miss, your walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of that turn. So if I declare I'm going to be using that advantage on this turn, do I get the 30 feet anywhere within that turn before I make the strike you? I believe so. Cool. I cast Zephyr Strike. Yeah, because it takes you a bonus action, so it's not something like a smite. Uh, until the spell ends, your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage. Yeah, and whether you... Mm, it's the once yeah, before no. spell ends. Uh, whether you hit or miss, your walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of that turn. So the speed does not kick in until you've made the attack. You can take my breath. Attack away. a wall? No. Is I do two attacks for one action. So if I split those attacks by a movement, does that count? It does, and it can be a ranged attack. So I could shoot the wall, move 60 feet, and get another shot. No, what I'm saying is you could move. Shoot out the window? Don't you have 35 feet of movement? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so you can move 35 feet, make a shot through the door, and then move another 30 feet. And then make another shot if you wanted. I was planning to go up, actually. Yeah, that's fine, too. I mean, I but is it, like, really, really hot? Like, I'm worried, like, I'm worried the tower's going to fall down hot? Not worried the tower is going to fall down hot, but like the stone is actually hot to the touch. Uh, I'm going to yell. That's going to lie I'm going up. Good luck. And now I'll move up 35 feet. How far can I get? You get to the top of the stairs. Great. Like here. That like is correct. Here. Okay. And then I will shoot down with my first strike. Who are you shooting at? The red one. That, yeah. The one that tur- that's bringing with the circles. The one with the bow? Don't shoot the pretty one. Yep. yep. <laughs> I can't tell she's pretty from people. You can now yes, see can. that. You can now see that she's clearly some sort of shadow fey creature with incredibly pale, unnatural skin and dark black hair. Yeah, and she's incredibly going to die. 
sort uh, of like the tattoos, the uh, the exaggerated elven features with like really sharp uh, features and like long ears. Sorry, go ahead. So I get attacker with advantage. That's a twenty-two to hit. Uh, let me check. Please don't kill my future wife. How many wives are you going to have? That's a hit. But before you roll the hit, let me just check one thing. She catches your arrow and shoots it back at you. No judgment. Ooh. Uh, did you have advantage on that? I did. Okay. Well, I missed my trigger, so go ahead. Well, I mean, you can still do whatever you want to do. No, it's all fine. Can you 11 damage? Okie dokie. And then I can continue my move. Because I'm guessing it's really hot. It is quite hot there. Very uncomfortable. I'm going to get up onto the um, thing that had the purple fire, because that'll make me a little higher, right? It does. Um, and I'd say that you could probably still see them a little bit. Oh, I thought it might give me a little bit of height to see them better. Was what I was going for. So if it doesn't give me height to see them better, I won't do that. No, it doesn't because there's sort of a raised wall, and now there's 15 feet of uh, of tower between you and them. Okay, so then I guess I'll just stay where. Okay. And I'll shoot her again. Okay, at this point, the uh, heavy, beefy. What's that? I just want you. I don't have a band. That's okay. The heavy, beefy guy, um, sort of like supernaturally. Uh, notices and suddenly is uh, sort of moving the woman just a little bit and holding his pike up. He's used his reaction to give you disadvantage on your weapon attack roll. Okay. He's holding her and just shaking her back and forth like a carnival game. Try and hit the target. Oh, that is so rude because I got a net roll 20. Oh, I got so that net rude. roll 25. So. So you, but you still got a 25? Okay, well, the 25 will hit. It's just not crit. I didn't hit her for enough damage last time. Right. Did you not roll the 1d8 for uh, Zephyr Strike? Correct. So you should take another. Merrick heard that, but we didn't. Uh, another two damage, which she has now taken. And then another 11 damage. All right. Two arrows slam into her, one with more force than the other. Uh, is that it? Mm-hmm. Then it is her turn. I'm an archer off. And she sort of, like, looks up at you, and she cracks a smile, and she says, You have spirit, cousin, but the queen wants you dead. Like me, particularly, or just us in general? You in general! And then she uh, sort of stows her bow and pulls a longsword and attacks Tarkan. I wish she didn't do that. 
First one's a 17. Second one is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. I missed that security. She's really mad at me for doing that. Yeah. That's eight slashing damage. And then it is Tarkan's turn. Mana, don't break your neck. What if her head just came off? I don't do that around people. That's... I knew you were a doll person. I thought I was a robot. You could be a doll person. Yeah. Merrick, Your hair is just what like is perfect right now? Oh, thank you. What is the symbol on the pike, dude? That he has a pike. Cool. I stabulate him. Sounds good. I don't know who's good at fixing things. It's like a wrench. I can fix it. I can fix that. Uh, 19 to hit? Uh, that will hit. And he, like, just steps into the blow. Just takes it. Like, <clears throat> 13 damage on that one. Alright. Continue. 22 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Nine damage on that one. Okie dokie. How's he looking? Uh, not bloodied. Yeah. Uh, is one of the guys that are behind me, is he bloodied? Or, sorry, were nope. they wounded by the granada? They were wounded by the, by the uh, detonation of blades. I will spin around and stab that guy in the face. Detonation of daggers, yes. For 22 to hit. That'll hit. For 11 damage. Solid hit. That guy looks really, really hurt. We'll say that this one's one of the ladies. This is the... I never strike a lady. This is the blonde-haired lady with the red tricorn hat and the really incredibly oversized black feather. Shut up, Randolph. First of all, shut up. <laughs> Harry Dresden does it too. Doesn't like hitting ladies. That's dumb. Yeah, and how well does that work out for Harry Dresden? It works out poorly for everyone because ladies can kill <laughs> you just as easily as men can. This Punch them correct. in the face. Uh, are you all done then? Yep, that's all my go. Shell starts his turn. I have a clarification to make. I did not withdraw okay. into my shell because that is an action and not a bonus action. It is a bonus action to... You're going to finish that gotcha. sentence? Or... Emerge. Emerge. I was emerge the from word yourself. Emerge, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're not in your shell. You Correct. are, however, prone. I am still prone, though. Yeah. Can, I, can I... And fire happens now. Can What's I that, Patrick? Things? I forgot that I have uh, action surge. Corey, you cool with that? Yeah. 
we slightly delay Shell's right, turn. And I just here would comes like to kill the bad guys. The action surge. I'm gonna stab them. Go for it. It's only two stabs, though. Uh, one's gonna be at Pike Boy, and then one's gonna be at uh, uh, Wounded One. Okie dokie. Uh, Pike Boy is a 20 bunch to hit. 27. Yeah, that'll hit. For 8 points of damage. And Woundy Boy is a 16 to hit. That'll hit. For 11 points of damage. That takes out the lady with the hat. Thanks, Corey. Just that's less one less stab on me. Okay. Now Shell starts his turn and I roll the damage for the wall of fire. Yes, sir. A D ten snuck into that roll, so I took it away. Rolled the D eight. The drama, the build up, the anticipation. 20 points of fire damage. Oh, oh. Are you up? Oh, no. How much did you have? 19. I'm sure that nothing can go wrong with falling unconscious in a wall of fire. That's totally... You're saved. However... You do not have to make a death saving throw this turn because your turn had already started when you were knocked unconscious. So next turn he'll have he'll take a fail and have to roll unless take two ticks next. Yeah, you, he could just die on that turn if you rolled a one. Yeah, cool. Thanks for bringing that up. So it is now the uh, remaining. Uh, stabby person's turn. Oh, Corey's hired goon. Oh, that's me, right? No, no, uh, you are on deck. But I'm the stabby person, too. You are the stabby stabby person. person. (laughs) And this person, uh, Tarkan can see, uh, she's looking a little nervous. She's seen two of her comrades go down. She goes to attack Tarkan. Gets a 22. Yep. That's bad news. Which is six uh, piercing damage. And then there's a little puff of sort of shadowy mist as she disappears. We really need to get very far, you guys. Uh, Tarkan can see that she sort of exits 30 feet away. She appears to have misty-stepped. She's some kind of Phaeladrin. Which I believe is a bonus action. Yep. Which means she can continue moving. Turning away. She seems to be heading uh, northeast along the island's coast. 
Delilah's turn. Delilah, you smell cooking. Yeah, you would have heard Shell. Jen! So she can save him! Is it salty? Like, is the smell salty? Yes. So, um, dragging a party member means that you move at half your speed. So you would move 5, 10, and then you would pull him, and it would be 20, and then 30 to get both of you out of the fire. Okay, let's do it. Okay. So, uh, a creature takes Yep. You run into the wall of fire. Which means you take fire damage. Okay. Seventeen fire damage. Okay, you're okay, right? She just jumps into it, runs and grabs Shell and starts dragging him outwards. Amanda, you're in the kitchen. What? Are you in the She's kitchen? Inside the kitchen. She's in the dining room. Yeah. I don't in know my where you house. Were. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know where you were. Yeah, this is the record player behind me. I'm at the like dining room table. The living room. You're is here. sideways of where I thought you were. That okay? I got I, saved. I've been, I've been struggling so hard trying to figure out where you are in your house. I got it now. Amanda, they couldn't hear you at all. Whatever. That's the bathroom hallway. That's why you saw Corey go to the bathroom. I got it. Thanks. We needed that. That was me. Save yeah, for posterity. Sorry? You got saved. You're welcome. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I said that already. Okay, so that would have... Um, would have taken your action to grab him, I do believe... I do declare. Yeah, just taking the time to like get a good hold and start dragging and pulling, uh, you get him out, but all you have left is a bonus action. So if you like, you could deposit the turtle and continue moving another 30 feet. <laughs> or, I mean, you could take the turtle with you and move 15 feet. Deposit the turtle. Um, Am I still on fire? No, it is a magical wall of fire spell, and so there is no fire that continues on you. Because I was going to ask for you to dump me in the river, but... But he's like... Could she have used her dash to get, like, her free action dash, or her bonus action dash to do fire, grab him with one action, and then attack with the other action? No, because, uh, yeah, she's got to move... And then the bonus action dash would just be more movement, but she's still got to use an action to pick up the guy. But she wouldn't have to do movement if she's doing the dash. But then that would only leave her with her movement, not with an action to attack. Got it. Okay. I wasn't sure if it had to be movement for second action. I knew it couldn't be two attacks. Shell is unconscious still, correct? Sure is. So I'm going to try to get him as far away from the attacker's. Okay, so you can move him an additional 15 feet. Three squares. That provokes attacks. 
No, she can uh, run out of the fire in such a way that she's not near the combat. Yeah, jerk. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then it is uh, Spear Wielders. And he speaks in Elven. Uh, so uh, does do Delilah or Tarkan speak Elven? I do. I, do I know you do. <laughs> All right, let me check here. If he speaks infernal, I got gotcha. you. No, I do not. Okay, so you hear some elven words spoken, and uh, I will say to Jen what he says. I am Tarkan of the Matanui. Okay, uh, so then he attacks Tarkan. But why? Because you're in a duel to the death. Oh, that's a good reason. That is a 21 and a natural 20 for a 26. I will parry the natural 20. <laughs> Okay, so first I'm going to do the damage for the regular hit, which is 12 piercing, and 26 for the critical. Are you unconscious? Because I parry. Actually, no, I would have been fine before, uh, but I reduced the damage by 8, so it's only 18. What does that put you to? 10 hitty points. Alright, then that is Sumi's turn. And Sumi's gonna yell down. She's important! Don't let her leave! And then I'm gonna cast Zephyr Strike again. Sounds good. Why would you cast Featherfall at a higher level? More people. Uh, more more targets. So does he do his thing so does he manage again? Uh, yes, he would. But I have advantage, so. So you have a straight roll. 19? That definitely hits. 20 damage! Nice! She's still up? Yep. Then I'll shoot her again with my inspiration. Okay. Forgot I had inspiration. (laughs) 28? Yeah, that'll hit for sure. For 11 more damage. She's looking bloodied. She's an archer. She's supposed to be weak. Well, she's been switching between between sword and bow. Nope, I'll hear none of it. Weaky. <laughs> did you uh, that? Did you want to move? No, I'm good here. Okay, 
And so she uh, sort of like gets hit by the arrow and then hit by the other arrow. And she looks at her protector and then looks around and sees like there's wounded, but uh, she doesn't like the odds. And she just screams and she says, the thrice crowned queen will have her revenge. And then she disappears in a puff of black shadow, also using Misty Step. Does the fire disappear with her? It does not. Oh, I thought it was worth a try. She's just further down the area over there. Tarkan's turn. As a bonus action, I'm going to use Second Wind. That's like a good idea. Can you anyone do that? Fighters. Okay, because I was like, I thought it was a dwarf thing. Are you secretly dwarf? That was in 4E. Dwarves had a second wind. You have a tall dwarf. And I regain mathematics worth of hit points. 14. Nice. And then I'm going to stab this guy twice. Wow, those are ballin' hits. One is a natural 20, and one is a 25. Yes, both will hit. I am rolling crazy good on damage tonight. I've rolled so many 7s and 8s, it's not even funny. Uh, So the crit (laughs) is... 21. No, that's not right. Dang. No, that's 21. Yeah, 21. Okay. And then the other one, I rolled another 7, because I can't roll anything below, apparently, is 13. All right. Nice. He's gotta be dead, right? No. You've just brought him below bloodied. <laughs> Beefcake. Shell's turn. Please make me a death saving throw. Get a 20, you'll wake up! Come on, Shell! Should I use inspiration? Uh, you can. Yeah. Well, I'm out of Jimmy Potion. What, what, what? Oh, I have potion. No, I don't. I did. You bought some from Kill Wars. Oh, yeah, I bought some. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You bought all the cheapos from Kill Wars. What did you get for your death saving throw there, Corey? 18. Okay, so one success. That much closer to stabilization. Okay, and so Sumi has uh, the vantage point where she can see further out through the trees as another uh, shadow elf uh, appears um, out of invisibility, steps forward, and uh, begins sort of making arcane gestures. And then um, this elf, the leader 
and the one who had run away all disappear in a flash of blackness. For a moment, you can see a forest path through it. They seem to have transferred between planes. Oh, I was going to shoot her. I was going to shoot her so shot. Although, the singing on the boat immediately ends. And that- no, the fire was is a separate... That's still going. Yay for the boat? So can we just leave now? Well, there's still one guy up. I'm in the middle of a duel here. Yeah, now it's Delilah's turn. I feel like Delilah literally just says, so can we just leave now? <laughs> Not quite. Okay, um, can I throw a dagger at the guy that Tarkin's fighting? If you walk over, you can get sneak attack uh, and stab him. Or you could use an action to drop um, the potion into Shell's mouth. Yeah, let's do that. So yeah, you pull the potion out of your pack, pour it into Shell's mouth, and I believe it's, what, 2d4 plus 2, probably? Is it a common healing potion, Amanda? Mm -hmm. Can't hear you. Um, Potion of healing, yes. Okay, so uh, you can roll 2d4 plus 2, and that's how much hit points Shell gets. Seven. Shell gets seven hit points and is conscious. Yay! Everything hurts. Alright, you still have your movement and a bonus action if you want. So I can still move up and sneak attack this guy? Can't attack, but you can give Tarkan advantage. Okay, let's do that. Thank you. As long as he's not killed right here. I mean. Probably not going to happen. First hit's only a 10. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Next one is an 18. Uh-oh. 18 misses, and I will repost him. Oh, all right. Your AC's 20 right now, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah. No deaths uh, for you tonight, sir. Does an 18 hit him? It does. What's the wording on parry? Does it say that you get to make an attack? Uh, I'm not parrying, I'm reposting. Oh, sorry, yeah, on repost. Uh, when a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction and expend one superior- superiority die to make a melee weapon attack against it. Add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll on hit. Okay, did you roll a second d20 because you have flank, just in case you crit? No, I did not do that. I also did not crit. Ah, that's too bad. That would have been quite a bit of damage. He does take 16 points of damage, though. 
Uh, so that was Delilah's turn, and then it was that guy's turn, and Tarkan took a little split second turn, which means now it's Sumi's turn. Uh, I'm shooting with a 22 and a 21. Both hit. If you kill steal me, Jen, I swear by Odin's ravens. 20 damage. The arrows slam into him, one into his side, one into his neck, and he kind of, and he looks up, and he gives a slight nod of respect to his elven cousin. Then he turns back and holds his pike up, ready for Tarkan's attack. (laughs) He's been going back and fucking forth for like seven hours. Yeah, but you're just a human. She's got you there. But look at my V, and I lift my shirt. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, no, that's pretty good. Thank you. It's much that- better than that guy on the boat and that other guy backing him on. I don't know how you know that, <laughs> but I know that you're correct. You're not wrong. And as, and as we come out of Tarkan's, like, JD moment, he realizes he's still in a fight. <laughs> You know, sometimes you gotta kill a guy, and then I stab him. (laughs) You know, having advantage is really great. Uh, All above 20s for three hits. Okay. How do you want to do this? Excuse me, let me roll Please, please, go ahead. Roll your damage against his three hit points. You roll one damage on each of your attacks. I mean, I rolled a one and then got seven damage, so. (laughs) And then I rolled an eight and a five, so that's like a bunch more damage. And it's, uh, it it becomes, because all I've been doing is playing Ghost of Tsushima, it becomes a Kurosawa, like, samurai film, and everything goes black and white and grainy, uh, and one blow goes low, and then it's like, another one cuts across, and the third cuts, uh, and like, blood sprays a tree limb, you know, just like cuts to, it's just black and white, uh, and then he just like, stands still for a second, and then falls. Well done. Clap, clap, clap. Then I flick my blades clean, and sheathe them. As you go to sheath your uh, father's blade, you see that it is glowing just a little bit, and you've gained one ancestral point. Does the fire go out? No. Is it a time thing? Like The fire was cast uh, from a spell scroll and is lasting the full duration of one minute. After basically another 30 seconds... It uh, dissipates. Okay, well, for that 30 seconds, um, Sumi's like psyching herself up to jump. She's like, yeah, hey, I can make it. Yes, it's going to be epic. All right, I can. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then she's going to jump right before, like right as it goes. <laughs> and she jumps and then it's. Foof. I cast Featherfall. Oh, good, because you would have taken nine points of damage. No, no, I mean, I, it, was, it was not the falling I was afraid of. It was the, it's the landing. <laughs> Guys, right, that's what, a, what do you that's do? really hot. Michelle, maybe we should get you back to the boat. 
I think that would be a good idea. Aw, Tarkan, help me carry him! And, like, Tarkan is just blood, like, pouring from wounds, and he's like, yeah, of course, totally. Definitely, you were the one that was dueling the pike-wielding man and uh, four other people. For sure. No, I'll help you. Are you hurt? Yeah, incredibly. I'm slashed to ribbons here. Okay. Well, why don't you and Shelter sit right here? Delilah, we should check the bodies. I forgot. Let's loot them. That's a great call. I'm I'm not dying. I can loot. This shell crawls over. Let me just see what's in his pocket here. Exactly. Okay, so you take a look at the bodies, and um, you find a number of strangely minted silver coins. Uh, Their weapons are well made, uh, but they're not magically enchanted, except for the pike, which does appear to have some sort of enchantment on it. Dibs! Now let's learn how to use this thing. Just picks up a pike. I know how to do this, I think. I have put strangely minted silver fey coins in my uh, other possession. I'm sorry, could you say that again? I put strangely minted silver fey coins in my... Excellent. I'll share them around, but I don't need to take them all if you guys want to have some too. So, um... Should I just be constantly trying to cast my awareness of things around me? Because that's two times we've been ambushed by Faye. Twice. Let's not make it thrice. She's thrice crowned. Oh, it's totally going to be thrice. You're right. Well, back to the boat. I suppose since you're both so injured, we'll just have to walk ourselves. What's with all the shade, man? Shade, I just can't carry both of you. No, it's fine. We can walk. And so you head back to the boat, and just off the dock, you can see the um, all of the uh, crew folk are standing along the sides, like gaping. And they're talking about the fire, and you, you're tromping down, uh, like wounded and bloodied and burned. And they just look at you. And then uh, Captain Perry's uh, pushes to the front, and uh, you see Walnut sort of like fly a little bit of a loop around the top of you and be like, ah, "They're alive!" Can we just hey, take I a just... moment for there to be like an epic pose? Or like the wind blows and like the lilas hair picks up and soon he's like cold clicks out and Tarkan's are gonna like gruff and bleeding and shells all like bird but yay. But trips yeah. over uh... Imagine Shell walking up like the mummy, like he's fully swathed in bandages. 
and um, as like this moment happens and you can hear the music swelling just in your mind somewhere <laughs> uh, Captain Perry says three cheers for the Titan Slayers well done and the uh, the members of the crew begin to cheer, and Tarkan feels his sword vibrating just a little bit. You have two spirit points. Like two more or two total? Two total to spend, unspent. Is this so sword glowing again, too? It has it a that's true, uh, but it is glowing in such a way that reminds him, hey, you've unlocked some more power. Can we see the glowing? Tarkin? What's, yes. uh, what's uh, going on there? Can I just, can we hear it vibrate in the sheath like a cell phone? <laughs> New notification. <laughs> I think your sword is very, like, egotistical. It seems to really like it when people clap for us. Who doesn't like when people clap for you when you've done a sick-ass thing, you know? It's just weird for word. I don't know! <laughs> Classic Titan Slayers. We just argue as we go back to the boat. <laughs> Alright, and then so the crew of the Melpomene just like sail away as quickly as they can. They want to get away from this island, even though it is dark. They are sailing by starlight. Yes. Are we on the boat? Or did they yes, sail you're on the boat. boat. You're on the boat. Everybody got on the boat. They're, they're like, yeah, three cheers! Fuck you guys! Sail <laughs> <laughs> so faster! And now you can just live on this island until Shell has enough magic to get you somewhere else. We Is fight him cool? every day to level him. Was I the only one who thought they left without us? No, apparently everybody thought that. I, I did not think that. Because that's insanity. We're on the boat already. We got the applause. I just want clarification. That's all. Oh, did we, be clear. Was there anything in the tower? Or was it just trash? I was all just old stuff. It looks like at some point it was a lighthouse um, at the, like, sort of the edge of the bay uh, that leads up to Port Damali. And it's just been abandoned for a very long time. What watermelons grow? The Stephen watermelons. <laughs> you should watch Stephen Universe. Anyways, um, sail off into the night, and that is the third day. Um, so I suppose we'll pick up in two weeks with uh, a little bit more travel towards the Torrid Reefs. Holy He's crap. Fucking fake. Good game, everybody. Oh, that great game. Lubai. That was fun. Can we assume long rests take place? Yes, you definitely take long rests. I suppose before I really, really close it out, is there anything that anybody wants to do before, like, as you get onto the boat? Yeah, Corey? We can't hear you. I forgot to press the button. <laughs> Healing spells. 
unnecessary. There's no danger, so you take a long rest. You regain all of your hit points and all of your spells. Okay, prior to that, then, since I know that, because I know I'm smart things, um, I want to do the sending spell before I go to sleep. Okay, who are you talking to? Um, I will be sending multiple spells. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Just pull them up. Oh, I only have one slot left anyways. And it's I'm um, messaging Tello. And okay. I am saying, Yo, bro, dude, we just got jumped by Elvin dude fey things. And they, like, tried to kill us. But we cool now on the... That's all I can get through. All right. Uh, so the response will come, and um, Tello is apparently like really wired. It's really late at night. He comes back and he goes, "Oh, bro, things are getting really weird out here. Um, I think that there, uh, there's like this bronze dragon that's been circling." What? What? That's it. What? What the? Sh- what? Guys, guys, hey, guys, guys, hey, bros, bros, everybody, hey. hey. Yes. Yes. Uh, so like, I, I, I was talking to my my bro there, my. Yes, my, Joe. Yeah, and he said something about a bronze dragon. Like a titan? Oh no, he didn't. Dragon. Oh. Like he saw something that was shiny and thought bronze dragon. No, it's a dragon fly flying around him. Circling. Maybe he just cut cut off before the fly part. Uh, People want to make arcana checks? Could be history checks. It could be history. I'll add a zero to both of those rolls. I'll roll an arcana. I got a nine. Four. 16. I got a I got a 6. Okay, well then Delilah would know that bronze dragons are generally considered good dragons, friendly to civilization, um, protectors of the coastline. Shell, are you sure he said bronze dragon? Yeah, dude. That's probably a good thing. They're usually protectors. What are they protecting from? They're protecting the coastline. That we... means somebody's coming. We gotta go help. Isn't your brother a pirate? No, he's not a pirate. Why would you say oh, that he's, he's a not? Because he's not a pirate. I know my brother. He's not like... He... Sorry, was he not on a pirate crew? Not as a pirate. It's... Oh, he was like a like a documentarian, like he was he was recording their events. I don't know. We have to talk to him and find out, man. Yeah, we I feel like he him. was a pirate. You Shut know up. what? Shut your front door, okay? And I punched yeah. Tarkin. We're going there anyways. Roll the attack. I'm going up deck. Sounds good. Natural oh. one. 
<laughs> uh, I repost. <laughs> this is so great because this is exactly how this should go. Uh, 21? No, sorry, 22? Yeah, that's a hit. Don't you have to repost with a weapon attack? You're not a monk, your fists are not weapons. I'm just being to a stickler. A, to make a it's melee totally weapon. Fine. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I'm proficient with unarmed attacks. <laughs> I'm just joking. Dang. You take 10 points of damage. I'm dead. <laughs> You're unconscious. It's different. Sorg. <laughs> and Shell gets knocked unconscious and is dying. Tarkin, seriously, I just saved him. He swung at me first. You need to, like, hold back some of your power. Maybe I can't hold anything back. That's a lie, and you know it. So gross. <laughs> you guys Lyle's see what's gone. over there? <sighs> what's over on that island? Anybody see? I More Fey. I avoid that island. And Delilah will stab you. Delilah okay. stabbing me? <laughs> um, Shell stabilizes. There's no danger, so people take care of him. Uh, Jerk. Jen, you said that you go up on deck? Yeah, once I start fighting physically again, Sumi like pieces out. To be fair, it wasn't a fight. Uh, and... Vincent will walk up to you. Uh, where are you standing on deck? By the rail, probably. Like, yeah, just looking at water. So he'll come up and he'll stand, like you know, about a foot away from you, and lean on the rail as well, and say, "That was some very powerful enchantment. What did you find on the island?" Unfortunately, none of us are very skilled at the arcane arts, but um, there was um, like a, a purple fire that was burning, but it was actually just a trap for us from some powerful fae, fake god, fae foe god, if you will, um, that we possibly pissed off. You'll have to tell me that story. This is very interesting. You've led an intriguing life, Sumi. Yeah, no, I'll tell them all about the crazy fake queen thing. Pillow talk can get pretty interesting. And uh, he's like really intensely interested. Like he's paying attention. You can tell that he's sort of like noting all of the details. Like, suspiciously so? Like, he's a fey agent? Should I be casting primordial awareness? No, you just get the sense that... Go back and say that again. You get the sense that he's just not the sort of person who misses anything. Yeah, he likes stories. Got it. No, no, no. He's not just interested in the story. Merrick is trying to fuck you with every NPC that he thinks is a cool guy. 
just has like a, like every encounter is also there's a really handsome smoldery guy. He's weirdly shirtless. We don't know why, but he's really looking at you. He's also part elven. I'll take it. And then a woman walks by with red hair. Hey, what's uh-huh. that over there? Hey, did you guys see that lady? She was so pretty. <laughs> I'll be right back. How do you buy flowers? Yeah, I gotta figure out what if what Michelle's deal is. How do you buy flowers? Like, do you buy one? Is that an insult? Is that too seductive? Do you buy, uh, like, is roses too forward? You like buy a, a single rose and you walk up to her with it in your mouth. Too forward, I think. I mean, when in Port Damali. And do you just, like, put the whole rose down? Girls don't want roses. They want daggers. Buy her a dagger! Yeah. Okay, daggers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> are we talking girls or are we talking that one pointing at Delilah? I, I'm just saying, like, Gabriel's got a game and he wooed her with a locked safe. Cool. Gabriel's not like actually Gabriel, Wait, what do you mean? What? No, who said that? That's crazy. Of course he's Gabriel. Um, yeah. What I meant was he's his money, you know? He's like a wall of money. So he can't really be, like, those piercing eyes, which are his for sure and definitely his own. It's not real, you know? It's all just like an illusion of of wealth. It sort of takes precedence. It's power, you know? It holds control. His big giant house. Not everyone has that, you know? Yeah, that's totally 100% what you meant. Hey, did you guys see what's over on this side of the boat over here? Nick, before you find out what Michelle's deal is, it's pizza. That's true. Yeah. Oh, definitely. One true love. Michelle's <laughs> one true love for pizza. Delilah was a person that she can make into any pers- anything at all. Tarkans is everything. Yeah. And she means his shirtless dudes. So we all got our thing. All right. Well, uh, we end there for the evening. Um, or also, sorry, did Delilah have something? No, I have something to say after about our next game. I have cool. something to say quickly. Go ahead, uh, Patrick. Before we leave the island, I take a trophy from the pike wielding dude. Whether it be if he has like some like a bracelet or something or a necklace or if nothing then just like a lock of hair. Uh, yeah, he's actually got a really incredible um, bronze belt. Doinky doinky. Okay. But like more respectfully, more respectfully than I just imitated. Like it's a, a to remember a, a worthy adversary. Um, I will send a picture of that in the uh, WhatsApp chat do, after. You game. don't actually have a fucking picture of a belt pre-save, do you? No, no, no. I'm gonna take a picture of him. Okay, cool. I was like, you have a picture of specifically a dude's belt that you thought maybe people would might take? You know, I bet you I do. It was very fancy. Do you I, know how yeah. many pins I have in my Pinterest board? I was going to say, I've seen your pictures of your Pinterest board. <laughs> of course you have pictures of 70 people's belts. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. If you want some outtakes, keep listening after I stop talking. Noise. Music. I think we lost Groovy. We did lose Groovy. Oh, Craig's still I, there, at least. That's I did too important. much damage and killed Groovy. Hi, Craig. No! Groovy's not coming. Why you gotta do us like this, Grooves? It's Craig's fault. Okay, Craig holds the boom mic really well. He always gets all of our voices. Could you just, like, lay off Craig? He's an important member of this staff. I, I watched agree. him lick a donut once in the break room. And then he ate it? What's the problem? No, he put it back in the middle of the pile. Nah, you're lying. I was there, too. No, I mean, that was the other time when you were eating 16 donuts. Okay, maybe. <laughs> was it pre-pandemic or post-pandemic? Both. <laughs> oh, no, Craig. How is it both? It was the other All time. he does is lick donuts. And then eats them, you liar! He licks two, eats one, and puts the other one in the middle. These are not If it's a glazed, he goes from underneath so that no one notices. I don't think so. It's true. Amanda, they're talking about our sound guy, Craig. Oh. In the break room. Oh my god, I was so <laughs> used. <laughs> it didn't make any sense, so don't worry about it. We were yes-anding each other. It was great. <laughs>